This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. Luke, with Christmas right around the corner, you can tell by Happy holidays. Holiday apparel. Dunder Mifflin to all my office fans out there. Yeah, it's great walk in this morning. I'm wearing Although, I freaking forgot my hat. Yeah. And I had this necklace of lights that flash when you wear it. And I literally left them on my counter at, at I home. texted Luke at like seven in the morning. I was like, yeah. hey, don't forget a Christmas sweater if you yeah. haven't left yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually have three different Christmas shirts now, all because of this podcast. I never owned a Christmas right, right. piece of clothing. All and now for the I have content. three. Well, with Christmas right around the corner, everyone is bound to have gifts on their mind, gifts for your friends, your family, and your clients. But what is the best way to choose a gift for your clients? And what are some of the best gifts to send? Today, we're going to go over how to give gifts, what gifts to give, some ideas for that. And then ultimately, how much should you be spending on gifts for your clients? So a lot of this we're going to pull from, I just recently read the book Giftology based on your recommendation by John Rulin. Uh, a great book. Uh, the subtitle, that's The Art and Science of Using Gifts to Cut Through the Noise, Increase Referrals, and Strengthen Relationships. So I really highly recommend everyone to give that book. Yeah, I learned read. about him through Glenda Baker, who we interviewed on the podcast, and she okay. is a master gift giver. Like, yeah. uh, you know, some of her ideas, like she'll literally make cupcakes for people with, you know, stuff for them. She'll send them cakes. She'll send them a myriad of different things. So go listen to that episode too. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to go over some of the takeaways from that book, as well as some gift ideas that you can be sending to your clients. One of the biggest things that I took away from the book is that it's less about what the gift is and more about who the gift is for. So this is an opportunity really to take time and effort to learn about your clients and what's meaningful to them, ultimately knowing that great, great gifts will make people feel like one in a million instead of one of a million. I think that's mm. one of the biggest that's things powerful. in marketing. And as businesses, we tend to try and do some sort of blanket type of offer or gift giving versus really focusing in on what's personal and meaningful to the people that we are sending gifts to. You know, what's interesting is I was reading up to try to prepare for this. And I thought this was really interesting. That's why I brought my computer. You guys never see me with a computer here, but I brought the computer when I have something I can't memorize and I want to read. But this was a social psychology professor that did a study that basically was saying there's two sides to gift giving that we all know. There's the recipient centric and then there's the giving centric, right? So the giver centric. And what was interesting is most of us, we think through the lens of, hey, this is really personal to the person. So if I'm buying a gift for Megan, I want to think about what Megan likes, what she's into, which is super powerful. And that's a great gift. But it can be just as powerful to be giver centric. Mm-hmm. So revealing something about yourself. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting that they said when they were doing the study, people responded just as much from a dopamine, oxytocin, whatever those things are, those trifecta of yeah. making you feel good level. If it's personal to you and you're revealing you're something, about yourself, something about yourself. So maybe it's like else, a, fr- yeah. a favorite uh, record mm-hmm. or album that you love this music and you give it to somebody that's a friend that that will trigger for them the same type of reciprocity and f- good, feel good feeling, even though it was all about you and not about them. But it yeah. was something personal to you. No, it makes a ton of sense. It was opening like, up and sharing something about yourself and, so, and wanting to share that experience with somebody else. Yeah. So it makes it easier, good. I think, to give gifts so yeah. I can get something for Megan or get something for a client of mine that I loved and I can, you know, maybe it's candy, right? There's this, you know, local uh, candy shop where I grew up in Virginia. Um, and 
sending that and going, I love this candy. I, I, I hope my you love it too. My favorite, up. you know, it's personal yeah. to you, but they'll still enjoy it. Another thing to think about is uh, pleasing everybody. So a lot of people get stuck with saying like, oh, thinking about all the people that won't appreciate their gift mm-hmm. or like that gift. A great analogy pointed out in that book is like, hey, if you're a baseball player and you are batting 300, you are doing fantastic. So if three out of the 10 people that you're sending gifts That's a to great point. Yeah. really love and connect with that gift, uh, you're still going to have a massive impact and have a great batting average there. And they also pointed out this idea that, hey, if, if someone's going to get angry about a gift, they're going to get angry about anything. So don't worry too much yeah, who gets angry about, about a gift? pleasing everybody. The other thing to think about is this idea that unexpected and unconditional gifts leave the deepest impression. So what I liked about this was this idea of planned randomness. So meaning you don't necessarily... Uh, you don't want to not plan. You want to plan out your gifts throughout the year, but do them at random occasions versus on expected occasions yep. like Christmas or their birthday or their anniversary. Think about doing something on Valentine's Day. If you were the person who sent your client a bottle of wine in February, they would, they versus Christmas, yeah. and where they're getting a ton of gifts and a ton of bottle of wine, you are absolutely going to stand out uh, as the person who provided that gift. Same thing with like fun national days like google national days and if you can find like a fun so like for dog day all your dog lover clients you do something perfect yeah Yeah. send something for national dog day come up with a cute little saying you know who's an expert at this is kim angeli because if you go listen to her episode uh she is the founder of the grateful box right and her whole purpose in life is to help people become grateful right an attitude of gratefulness and um, what she talks about is that same exact thing. She said, everybody practices gratitude in Thanksgiving, you know, the month of right. November, right? It's the month of gratitude. She said, practice it on the other months because it's so much more powerful. And she gives examples of that. The other big takeaway here was the best gifts delight more than just the recipients themselves. Really liked this from the standpoint of if you want your gift to have an impact, you need to send something to your clients that they would they want to share with their inner circle, mm. something that extends the interest beyond just them. This is huge when connecting with the spouse in the relationship. This is huge when sending something that will be used as a family or within their group of friends versus something just a one-to-one uh, type of uh, gift that would be given from that perspective. Yeah, anything you can do to reach other people. And it can be simple too, right? Yeah. So you think you're a real estate agent and uh, Josh just moved in to a new house buy them pizza for moving day. Yep. It's a nice gift, unexpected, but it touches the whole family because everybody's going to eat that pizza yeah. versus just the gift card for Josh, yeah. if that makes sense. The other thing that kind of they went over was this idea of if you plan to have best in service or yeah, best in class service, you've got to have best in class gifts. Mm. And the great example is that wasn't necessarily they have to be the most expensive gifts. But what he gave an example of was one of his clients was sending, wanted to send watches to his clients. These were high net worth individuals. And so all he could afford was $100. So he sent $100 fossil watches to Hmm. everybody. And these were people that were used to wearing Rolexes and really expensive $1,000 watches. So what ends up happening is nobody wears the fossil watch. They go into a drawer, whereas the best option there from a best in class, from a gift perspective, a $50 hand carved coffee mug would have made a greater impression because it's something unique, it's something personal, and it's the best coffee mug that you can send, but it costs half the cost. Yeah, so, 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 so good. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about like your action plan and how much you should actually be spending on gifts, choose the top 100 to 1,000 relationships that help you get to where you are today and will help get you where you want to be tomorrow. So these could be your employees, your clients, your referral partners, influencers, suppliers, 
of your business. Don't forget about your vendors and building that relationship there because that can pay off in the long run. Determine then the economic value of your clients and be willing to invest at least 5% of the uh, or 1% of the lifetime value of that client. So what that would look like would be if you're in real estate, you have a $9,000 commission check, that's 450 bucks you want to invest in that client over the course of five years, that's $90 a year. Mm. That kind of gives you an idea of how much you should be spending on that investment, about 5% of the annual value, which is what that ends up usually coming down to when you look at 1% of the lifetime value. And then focus on the cost per impression, meaning a $1,500 dinner for a client could be easily forgotten tomorrow, but a $1,500 set of custom steak knives could be Mm. kept for a lifetime and have a huge impact on that client well beyond the actual moment of the gift. Yeah, every time they see you. I mean, Will Penny, who we had on, Steve and my brother, who we've had on, and a ton of other agents, they give out like pies from local bakeries. Also, supporting local business. Like you don't have to overthink it, right? Because you just get your partner at a local bakery and said, great, they'll appreciate you. You're buying 200 pies from them. And the what it gives to that client, you'd be surprised the feedback they get on these freaking pies. And I'm just like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> now it's eaten and it's forgotten, but hmm, it's on the hips for a lifetime. They'll remember you. Well, connecting <laughs> to local business as a local I made Ariel laugh on that one. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's some gift ideas for your uh, for your next year, for your clients, as well as sort of how much you should be thinking about spending in that. Go through the process of planning out that randomness and the different types of touch yeah. points that you want to have for your clients throughout the year. And then ultimately what you're willing to spend on those relationships One point based you should on the give value that they bring to you. Is the point you made to me about swag before mm-hmm. we wrap up. Because oh, yeah. I thought that was really powerful yeah. about not sending. Well, not sending promotional things, not sending with your, uh, with things plastered with your logo all over them. Ultimately, this goes back to the same thing that Dale Carnegie talks about in How to Win Friends and Influence People. The sweetest name in a person's language is their own name. That's the sweetest sound in, in that language. They actually have found that people have a bias towards letters in their own name. Hmm. So even down to the letters in your name, you have a personal bias towards. So sending something that's personalized from that perspective, (laughs) monogrammed, with their initials always will, will create a better impression than sending something with your logo on it. Yeah, that, I thought that was super powerful because we have unfortunately made that mistake a lot, <laughs> you know, sending our promo, promo items. I still think they're cool. The coffee mugs, the hats. I think they're great. They just have our logos on. The sunglasses are bottle openers. Yeah, geez, How cool is that? On. Seriously. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode to make sure you check out our killer digs here yeah got my annual snowman jacket on i know you guys didn't give me the heads up yeah you're not I didn't, i'm not festive well you have red on red's a christmas yeah col- this is color. more like a thanksgiving like a little cranberry <laughs> it's a little cranberry moment <laughs> if you're looking for ways to support the show we'd love it if you subscribe to apple podcast leave us a five-star review and comment to let know let us know how we're doing and the best way is to tell a friend and share this episode on your social media speaking of g- custom gifts i actually made a pencil with two erasers. Mm. That is pointless. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Syke. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Here's my action item for you is get into gift giving and use the plan random strategy that Josh made, right? So we're coming up on, you know, the holidays here. Everybody's getting gifts. Instead, think about middle of January, maybe beginning of February timeframe. Plan to give a 
gift to your top 20, what Sean Carpenter would say is your bullseye, Mm -hmm. right? So don't overthink it. Who are the 20 to maybe 50 people that are at the center hub of your business? They're the key relationships. Do something for them. Give them a gift and see the power of reciprocity take place. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 